the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Therefore, no current or prospective client should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, including the investments and or investment strategies recommended and or purchased by advisor or product made reference to directly or indirectly will be profitable. Different types of investment involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will either be suitable or profitable for a client's investment portfolio. No client or prospective client should assume that any information presented serves as the receipt of or substitute for personalized investment advice from the advisor or any other investment professional. Welcome to the Bullington Capital Report, hosted by Bill Bullington. For the next hour, you'll receive information on current market conditions and trends that could affect your financial future. If you have a question, you can participate in today's program by calling 216-901-0945. That's 216-901-0WHK. You can also reach Bill by going to his website, BullingtonCapital.com. And now, here's Bill Bullington. Well, welcome back, everybody. Sounds like, uh, or looks like, anyway, yeah. It's uh, starting to settle down just a little bit, and uh, so that's good. I'm uh, really interested in what a lot of people are, are thinking about where the market is right now. I find that uh, um, they're all over the place. Um, right now, the stock market's actually done pretty well for this year, but it's not to the height that it was in January of 2022. In fact, it was at this level right around this time in 2021. So, um, yeah, that's one of the, the topics I wanted to, to speak on. I, I get an awful lot of people who are, they're literally upset, and mainly because they don't realize that this is normal for the stock market. Um, the decline that occurred from January of 2022 that, that bottomed out in uh, October that year, that was pretty normal. It was almost a 30% drop, and that was just the, the big boys. Uh, the smaller companies dropped a little bit more. Um, mid-sized companies dropped a little bit more than that as well. And uh, they've actually taken longer to recover. So, um, yeah, if you're going to go into retirement and you're going to start taking money out of your account, to supplement your income, you probably don't want to have 100 percent of your money in stocks. I'm going to tell you that that would be that'd be crazy. Actually, depending, well, you know what? I shouldn't say that. This is really a, it's an independent thing. There's no one size fits all in my industry. Uh, some people have enough money to be able to just lock it all away in short term money market and just live off the income that they're getting from a savings account. Um, I will tell you they are very rare. 
and uh, they started saving when they were 12, and they saved nearly every... Remember the old saying, probably still has their communion, communion money? Um, that's that type of personality. So they don't have to take any market risk because they're used to living well beneath their being. And, uh, and then it goes all the way over to people who uh, realistically don't even really start planning or thinking a whole lot about it until they get up into their late 50s. And that's the, uh, or even sometimes not until they're in their 60s. So it, it's all over the map. Everybody's got a different risk tolerance. Uh, everybody's got different financial situation. And uh, it's one of the reasons I still have a job because there are an unbelievable number of options that you have to try to help you achieve whatever goals you have. And uh, to think about the the variance in the financial situation that people have is uh, it's mind-boggling. I mean, there's just so many... Uh, I've actually, I've never seen two families or two couples that were the same, ever. And it's been unbelievably rare when I've talked to a husband and a wife together or separately uh, who have the same goal or who have the same tolerance for risk. And uh, people that uh, oh, just, it, it's pretty incredible. So I can see where... My field has a uh, probably a pretty good future <laughs> because you'd, it, it's unbelievable how much you have to know. And, I, and I, by the way, I meet people all the time who have actually put a ton of time in and understand it well enough to do it on their own, which I find is really interesting. I've got several clients like that, and I'm thinking, you know, why are these... Why do they come out and hire someone to to do something that they could do for themselves? And I and I know what the answer is. It's that they just don't want to. You know, they they're plenty capable of doing this, but they'd rather just not have to think about it as much, and have someone that they know is going to be watching their portfolios. It's going to talk to them, try to figure out, uh, try to uh, yeah, help them assess what kind of risk they're actually taking, what kind of risk taker they might. Be and uh, for me that's relatively simple, and you don't even need a computer program for that. You can start to ask yourself some questions that we'll get into a little bit later in the show, and uh, you can do your own risk tolerance fairly fairly simply, and uh, not super simple, but it's simple enough that an average person can can understand it, no problem. So we'll come to that back probably in the. Uh, second segment of today's show. And I think in the uh, third segment, we'll also talk about guaranteed annuities. So they have been making what's been one of the most uh, profitable. Yeah, actually, the average return on an annuity is typically higher than a lot of people are making in their stock investment accounts. But uh, there is a way to improve, improve their stock investment accounts. And I think having something like an annuity goes a long way towards helping them perform better in their other accounts. If you if you know you've got something that you can rely on because it's a contract and the contract has guaranteed returns on it, you can pick those with the guaranteed returns that are closest to your needs 
And once, if you've got enough, you have enough capital, you can put enough money in there to cover all your basic expenses. And then you can take the other money and then you can relax when you're investing because you know, stocks have outperformed bonds and fixed annuities over a long time period. If you're looking at really long time period, it's the best performing category. You know, beating real estate, beating government bonds, beating corporate bonds. Um, and I'm talking about a just your average diversified stock portfolio. And uh, you start getting into some of the uh, growth-oriented uh, ETFs that are out there these days, and the numbers are substantially higher. So, you know, it's, it's interesting. And the main thing, everything, and I've been talking about this since I first started in the industry, because um, I read a book that Peter Lynch wrote, and he said that if you couldn't stand to see the value of your stocks drop by 50% or more, that you shouldn't be buying stocks. And I was shocked because I didn't know that. You know, this is when I was brand new in the industry. And I, uh, it was one of his first books. And there might have been an article in the Wall Street Journal. I'm not, I can't even remember anymore. But I also remember reading Warren Buffett saying the same thing. And since he was one of the uh, best performing investment managers of all time, I'm thinking, wow, I mean, it, those guys wouldn't be kidding around about that. <laughs> and uh, I'd, get, I'd actually gone to one of my supervisors and said, hey, is this true? Because uh, this is before we had, before you could afford, I think the first desktop computer I had, I paid 2500 bucks for. And if you adjust that for inflation, it's probably a little over 6000 today. <laughs> Six thousand uh, dollars for a computer. I think it had five hundred kilobytes <laughs> of memory. If you don't know what that is, don't worry about it. It's not worth looking up. It's just not a strong or a, a computer that you could do a whole lot with, and uh, it was really expensive. So, but that's how bad I wanted to know, though. I mean, I bought these programs that cost almost as much as the computer did back in those days, and one of them had. Um, S&P 500 data that went all the way back to 1925. There was no S&P 500 in 1925, by the way. They just went through and um, reconstituted the index with the information that they have. And I think they used the University of Chicago for that. But at any rate, it was a lot of money. Why was I spending all that money? Well, one reason. I wanted to know. <laughs> I just wanted to know. I felt uh, an obligation that if I'm going to be uh, handling these products for clients, I really felt like I needed to know them inside and out. And uh, so nobody told me that I had to do that, by the way. I could have done what almost every other salesman does and just looked up the uh, past performance and pretended like that was going to go on that way forever, which... It almost never does. <laughs> and uh, that would have been a lot less expensive for me. <laughs> but but I really wanted to know why. And then when you do, when you finally get to a point where you're like, oh, you know, the light goes off, all the reading that you're doing, if you decide to keep reading, then what you begin to realize is that, wow, the stock market's pretty wild. I mean, it is really wild. You don't believe me, just go get a chart. 
So uh, there's tons of charting software packages. Actually, Yahoo Finance. Look at how much it goes up and down. And most people are going to look at a chart that goes back 10, 15, 20 years and go, yeah, well, look look how well that's done. And I go, okay, but now you need to visualize. You're looking at the big picture. Now go in on a day-by-day basis. Go look at where it stopped going up and where it stopped going down. And take those numbers and multiply them by 100 or whatever. The uh, um, And see how you would feel if that was your money. <laughs> and so that's what I, uh, that's what I did. And I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I've had a ton of people say, you know what, Bill, I, I like you, but you know, this other guy's got these other products that have done so much better than what you said yours are going to. Well, that's because they're not showing you everything. <laughs> and today it's not, uh, it's easier. It's a lot easier to check up on what somebody said. Uh, back in those days, you know, it was, you know, hardly anybody knew. There was no internet. And uh, actually, there was the beginning of the internet, but it wasn't uh, available to the general public yet. But uh, anyway, so that knowledge, just having that knowledge and, and understanding how your investments work, you know, understanding that, yeah, most stocks are going to fluctuate a lot, a lot. And sometimes they'll go down a lot and take a long time to recover. Occasionally, they recover really quickly. Like the last several corrections we've had in the last 10 years in our stock market, they've recovered pretty quickly. You know, that's new. That's a, uh, um, well, the data is new. The, the recovery periods have been significantly shorter. The time between corrections has also been significantly shorter than it has uh, in a lot of the past. And uh, so it, it makes it much more difficult to come up with a hard estimate because you've got so much more volatility. And uh, you can still do it. I'm look, I look at the general level of where stocks are now relative to where I feel like they should be. And quite frankly, we're, we're like 25% higher than I would be completely comfortable with. But if you look at the, the growth rates, you look at what's driving the economy right now, mainly technology. The, uh, it's, all, it's been technology for an incredibly long time period, by the way. But, uh, but it doesn't show a whole lot of signs of slowing down. So the market could easily grow into its valuation in about 18 months. But that's not that long. And trying to predict that short of a time period is impossible anyway. I'm just saying that if, if things continue to improve the way they have over the past uh, six to nine months and the demand for the tech, technological products that are being brought out right now and have been being brought out, they really haven't slowed down a whole lot in the last 10 or 15 years. But, you know, we should be pretty in pretty good shape. Uh, here's where timing has a lot to do with this. If you're in your mid-40s, your mid-50s, yeah, you're in pretty good shape. You should probably try to have at least 50% of your money invested in a diversified fund portfolio. Don't put any garbage stocks in there. And uh, what I mean by garbage stocks, well, you hear something, you hear a rumor, you go home and buy it. You know, you don't even know how much in revenue the company does. That, that's a bad idea. 
Uh, but the story sounded so good, you just couldn't resist and you bought it. And everybody has stocks like that. Uh, and, and I recommend that if you want to do that, just set up a separate account for that. And because uh, it, it doesn't cost you anything, I mean, our custodians don't charge to open an account, then I even have commission. So um, if you're going to buy stocks based on rumors, which is probably when I started in the industry was the number one way people did that because most people didn't have access to good information. And uh, so it's, it's not a good idea if you start to track how those are doing and just look at from year to year, look at the uh, year end statement. You're going to be looking at that and going, wow, maybe I should have stuck with the uh, um, a more organized strategy. Yep, probably. But, you know, and I think I have, a, yeah, in my account like that, like I have an account for that where I just buy stuff that I really like. And there aren't that many. And it's not a big percentage of my total portfolio. It's less than 20%. And, uh, you know, so I've got it. I'm extremely well diversified. In fact, I use the same ETFs that I use for all my clients in my other account. So, and I've only got a few seconds here before I got to take a real quick commercial break. So, this is Bill Bullington. I'm right here on 1420 every Saturday morning from 11 to noon. But I'll be back right after these commercial messages. with Jamal, even before I was hired. They wanted me to see everything from the ground level before moving forward, and it was awesome. The first time I came in, I got to sit in on a meeting and never realized that plumbers have that level of organization and sophistication to their operations, and I say that as a former degreed project manager as well as an Air Force vet. After getting out of the service, my wife and I moved to Cleveland, and I just wasn't happy with the corporate-style desk jobs. So I prayed for a sign. That next morning, my best friend called me about this radio ad on The Fish for a company he thought would be perfect for me. And he was right. Why it works was a godsend. You have to want to help people. But if you do, this job is fulfilling in ways that the right person won't find anywhere else. If you want that for your life, call us direct and consider it done at whyitworks.com. License number 30185. Wallach a doodle. From an idea that started in 1967, Our Lady of the Wayside has grown to serve almost 900 children and adults with developmental disabilities throughout Northeast Ohio. It's an operation that is still growing thanks to tremendous support and generous donations like the Wayside's car donation program. You can donate your ride to the Wayside for a great tax write-off by calling 1-800-368-6262. The Wayside is also looking for people to join their team. They hire for attitude and train for skills. Visit thewayside.org to apply today. Do you ever find yourself saying, I need a vacation? Vacation Fixation can help. At Vacation Fixation, we specialize in all-inclusive trips and cruises to Mexico, the Caribbean, and Disney vacations. Why choose us? Our clients book through Vacation Fixation because they are frustrated with online trip brokers and timeshare scams. Whether it's a weekend getaway, a family trip, spring break, or honeymoon, Vacation Fixation will personalize a trip just for you. Want to know the hottest destinations in Cancun, Punta Cana, Jamaica, or Puerto Vallarta? Interested in room upgrades, beach reviews, or details about resort restaurants? 
How about finding a trip with a direct flight? At Vacation Fixation, we take all of your specific travel requests and shop our suppliers to find the best deal. What's the cost? Our suppliers pay us so you don't have to. Call 330-573-8147 for more details. Or you can visit our website at vacationfixation.com. Or check out the deal of the day on Facebook, Vacation Fixation. Is it finally time to update your bathroom? Bath Planet, a division of Joyce Factory Direct, specializes in replacing and converting old showers and tubs into new beautiful bathrooms in as little as one day. We have transformed thousands of bathrooms just like yours into a spa-like oasis that has homeowners excited to use their new bathtub or shower. Right now, all bath installations are 50% off. So call to schedule a free consultation with on-the-spot pricing. 440-243-5700 or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon. Uh, if you'd like to speak with me personally, you can always go to my website. It's bullingtoncapital.com. Leave a message, and someone will try to get back to you as quickly as possible, typically me. <laughs> the, uh, you might call get a call from Gary or Melissa, but uh, they're my two people that uh, we work together. And we work with, um, actually, Fidelity, Axos. It's the world's largest online bank. Um, Fidelity's the leader in a lot of fields. And those are our two main, and we do a lot of work with uh, Nationwide as well. Um, Nationwide, I use a lot of their products for uh, annuities. And I just, I really like the company. I've been working with them for, oh man, probably 40 years. And they, uh, they've got some really uh, interesting newer products. Um, they've, you know, this, Phenomenon came out, I don't know, it, it, it's been around for a while, probably 20 years, but uh, now that's like only half of my working career. <laughs> I keep forgetting how old I am. Anyway, the, uh, uh, what it, what's nice about it is they'll give you guaranteed lifetime income, and they have a website. Uh, you can go in and put in information, uh, like your age, and, and I just use $100,000 uh, for an illustration. Because it keeps the percentages easy. If I put a hundred thousand in, and they're going to give me six thousand two hundred and sixty dollars a year guaranteed lifetime income. If I started at age sixty-one, that's a uh, man. If I live into my nineties, they're spending some cash, <laughs> like a lot of cash. Yeah, so uh, it's interesting, and the uh, values are very good relative to. I mean that. Most people in their stock investment accounts, I shouldn't say most, I should say a lot of people, will not earn that same rate of, re- the rate of return that they're willing to guarantee. So some people will do better than that. My hat's off to them. Very difficult to do. You're going to be in the top 5 or 10% of the investing population. I'm not talking about the uh, analysts and the professionals their returns have a tendency to be a little bit higher. Not as much as you would think, by the way. But the uh, but the average person who's basically got a life, has got a family, and has to worry about paying bills is probably not doing as well as the guaranteed rates are 
on annuities. And that's one of the reasons I started doing them. So I'll just go through this. And by the way, if you want to, uh, I can send you a link to this website where I've got this information. And you can play around with it if you'd like to. I just started with somebody who was 60 years old um, because I just turned 60 this year. <laughs> and I used $100,000 because it keeps the math super simple. So if I wanted to, I could next year I could start taking an income, $6,260. Okay, that's based on what I invested is 6.26%. That's not exactly what it earned because I had to wait 12 months before I could turn it on. Okay, so and if I put it off uh, a year, it'll go to 6,844. If I put it off another year, it'll go to 7,573. Now. Once I start taking that income, um, that's the number that I would get. And then it would be guaranteed for as long as I lived. Okay, so that's basically how that works. It doesn't go up. Uh, The ones that go up over time have a tendency to start out a whole lot lower. And I'm just not so confident that I'm going to make it into my 90s. (laughs) So I'd rather have some of the money up front. (laughs) But you can... uh, we have other annuities that, that do adjust for inflation. They don't start out, they don't pay nearly as much in the beginning because if you do end up living into your 90s and they have to adjust for inflation, that's a, uh, it's going to cost the insurance company a lot more money. But, you know, like I said, if you want a link to go right here, you can punch your own information in. All it's going to ask for is your age and how much you'd like to start with. And I'm just going to recommend that you put a hundred thousand in there, even if it's not. I think you can go in with as little as twenty five thousand. I'm pretty sure uh, the uh, hundred thousand tells you what percentage. So you can see the percentage. If I I started with a hundred thousand in uh, a year from now, I'm going to get six thousand two hundred sixty. Well, that's six point two percent. You know, if I waited until I was sixty seven, I would get ten thousand five hundred thirty. Well, that's ten point five percent of what I started with. That's not its average annual return, uh, nothing like that. That's just based on what I invested in it. And uh, over that time period, uh, that's the, uh, um, you can do all kinds of calculations uh, to try to figure out what the other returns are. But I just like the fact that it's guaranteed. <laughs> and I know that I'll, uh, and it's competitive. It, it, it really is. In fact, most, like I said, the vast majority of people won't build their assets up, up enough, fast enough, using funds to be able to match that. You know, and that's what really blew my mind. Uh, how are these guys doing that? And then I remembered that uh, Nationwide, Nationwide is one of the top 10 uh, pension fund administrators, or at least they were last time I checked, uh, in the country. So they've got these people that work for them called actuaries. And the actuary's job is to study life expectancies and what kind of returns they might be able to, to generate and sustain. And what, what's nice about having insurance companies, by the way, uh, taking these roles over, and one of the reasons they, they pay a little bit more than the government does, uh, is that they're using the general account from their company. So all the profits that they generate, not just from the annuities, but when you get a, uh, an insurance company that has multiple lines, the way that 
Nationwide does. Heck, they even have pet insurance, <laughs> which is really weird. But the uh, it, that all goes into their general account, uh, all the, the uh, revenue that they generate from that, and it's invested. So they're looking at how much they think they can average over across all of their businesses. And uh, so, and I, I just prefer that. You know, there are lots of companies out there who only do annuity products or life insurance products. There are tons of companies like that. Well, yeah, that's fine. Uh, but, you know, that I'd, I'd rather have the diversification of the other businesses that are contributing to their profits over the long run. And uh, But that's just me. You know, that's just how I like to do it. Um, there is a, uh, we can shop around as well. And uh, after I shopped around for an extremely long time period, I'm like, mm, I don't know. The, the combination of the return and the rating, they're A-plus rated. That's hard to do. The uh, uh, that, that combination is one of the reasons that they're one of my favorites. But I do use some other companies if uh, for specific items. Like if you had a, oh, Five years. I just need as much as I can get in the next five years. I'm going to give you a big lump sum. All right. Well, I would have to go and shop that one because I know Nationwide is not the best if you are going to just take a five-year uh, annuity. And that was it. You know? So uh, bottom line is give me a call. You know, we'll talk about your situation and try to figure out what is the best for you. Uh, and that's uh, I put that up on my website when I first part of my practice and we're trying to figure out, I was trying to figure out, well, how can I best convey this to the general public? Uh, it doesn't really matter what is best for me. Uh, what matters is what's best for you. And oftentimes it's not even a product that, that we use to try to meet people's needs and, and we can go almost anywhere. So it's not usual that we won't be able to, satisfy your needs, but occasionally we can't, and I'll tell you. So I'll take a look at what you're doing uh, for your investment planning, and especially in retirement, because that's you can't afford to make a big mistake. You know, I can't tell you how many people used to call in, and they had invested in some funds, and it was the, uh, oh, it was right around 2007, 2008, right before the stock market dropped a little over 50%, which incidentally was the second time that that had happened inside of a 10-year time period. So the market had dropped twice, over 50% in less than 10 years. That's unusual, but you know, it's happened during my lifetime more than once. So you figure if you've got more than a 20-year life expectancy, there's a, a pretty good chance it's going to happen again. Okay, so, and that would be devastating if that happened to you, uh, like a year or two before you decided that you wanted to retire, because you may end up having to, to continue to work, you know, at a very very uh, old age, and uh, I, uh, yeah, you'd have to work at a. Yeah, that would be rough. Just take my advice. Don't do that. <laughs> if you're thinking about it, you know, call me. Yeah, I'll, I'll do my best to try to talk you out of doing something like that. You do need stocks. Uh, I feel like everybody does. Well, not, you know, Warren Buffett could cash all his money in and you know just live off of the uh, income that he'd get from treasuries 
you know, if you, and there are a lot of people like that. You know, if you've got a couple million bucks and you've never uh, really been a big spender, it's probably why you have a couple million bucks at retirement age because that's not common. But a couple million dollars, you know, getting four and a half, five percent, I can get, I get five percent on the money market. Yeah, I got a fund uh, that managed by Fidelity. It's a, a fixed income fund. It's paying over five because they can go and buy government bonds and, and uh, as well as corporate high quality corporate bonds, which pay a little bit more. So it's got a really nice yield on it too. And we use that for a fixed income in a lot of the portfolios that we run at our firm. And uh, so you know something like that. If you had to get a million dollars, you'd be getting fifty five thousand dollars a year just in interest that that's pretty good yeah i'm not sure many people can live on fifty five thousand. some people could if you added it to your social security i think it'd probably be pretty easy that that would actually get you slightly above the average household income in the united states if you had a million bucks you're getting five percent and you got at least two thousand a month in social security guess what you're ahead of the average person, average household income, or individual income, I should say. Now, it's actually that average household income. And the average household typically has a uh, husband and wife who are both working, some of them both some of them both full-time, some of them, one, uh, one of them is only part-time. But, so those are the averages. And at a million bucks, that would spin off enough interest for you to be able to meet that average income for the uh, for the country, and everybody's different. You know, I've, I've had a bunch of people. I, I feel sorry for these guys. You know, you, you get somebody in your family who spends a lot of money um, and is not really worried too much about it. It's because nobody ever showed them the four percent rule. <laughs> I can't tell you how many people I've had come in my office and bring the spouse that's not on board. Okay. That's the spouse that just wants to continue to spend everything. The other spouse recognizes, you know, knows the 4% rule, brings them into my office so that I can explain it to them because they can't. And it's like, it's hard to say, well, sweetheart, male or female, you're probably going to have to cut your spending down to this much if you want to you know, keep living uh, or if you don't want to go broke, I should say. In retirement, and I'm telling you, I've had I don't know probably a dozen times where I've had people come in, <laughs> and the one spouse is looking at me, and I'm explaining it to the spouse that that's not aware of this, and the spouse that is not aware of it when when the light actually goes off, if it goes off, okay, if the light goes off, you know, if looks could kill, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> And uh, I had one uh, one couple where the spouse that was uh, uh, really sharp financially brings in his spouse that's not that sharp, has me explaining that, and the spouse that was really sharp literally broke out laughing when the spouse that's not that sharp started to get it and uh, quit laughing very quickly, by the way, uh, because knew that uh, that was not a good behavior. <laughs> the other spouse was looking at, you know, if it looks could kill, by the way, I would be here. I would not be here. So, uh, yeah, I was set up. I was set up to deliver the, the, the bad news. 
And it's really not that bad. I mean, if you start thinking about this when you're, they, they should start to teach this in around the seventh grade. In the seventh grade, you know enough about percentages to learn this. Uh, and uh, I guess, you know, I've been waiting all these years thinking that, yeah, somebody will get around to do that. Uh, somebody will get around to do that. So it hasn't been done. And what would be really great about it is the teachers that are teaching this to the uh, seventh graders, you know, they're definitely capable of doing it, but it'll open their eyes as well. You know, a lot of teachers don't get it. They just don't understand. And they will get it. Um, but teachers have pretty good pension. So a lot of times they, they can get 65, 70% of their pension. I'm, I'm sorry, of their highest five or four years. I forget what it is now. And they're going to get that in a pension. So they really don't have to save a whole lot of what they're making. And, and they don't understand. They don't explain this very well in college to kids that might want to be teachers. And had somebody told me this, you know, I didn't learn this until I was 30. So by then, I felt like it was a little bit too late to go back. I had three kids already. But uh, I learned at 30 that they take a huge chunk of their pay. Now, teachers never see it, and some of them are not aware that this is happening. But they're contributing, I think it's a little over um, 20% to their pension. But I've only got a couple seconds here. I've got to take a real quick commercial break. This is Bill Bullington right here on 1420. We'll be right back. This is the story of a runaway with no way home and no way out. I threw the best of me away. I had my chance. It's too late now. My first ride along was with Jamal. Even before I was hired, they wanted me to see everything from the ground level before moving forward. And it was awesome. The first time I came in, I got to sit in on a meeting and never realized that plumbers have that level of organization and sophistication to their operations. And I say that as a former degreed project manager, as well as an Air Force vet. After getting out of the service, my wife and I moved to Cleveland and I just wasn't happy with the corporate style desk jobs. So I prayed for a sign. That next morning, my best friend called me about this radio ad on The Fish for a company he thought would be perfect for me. And he was right. Why it works was a godsend. You have to want to help people. But if you do, this job is fulfilling in ways that the right person won't find anywhere else. If you want that for your life, call us direct and consider it done at whyitworks.com. License number 30185. Wallach Doodle. No doubt about it, we're spending more time at home, which is the perfect time to make it more functional and beautiful. Hi, Ed Flash Ferentz here for Artistic Renovations, Northeast Ohio's premier and award-winning remodeler. Artistic did a fantastic job with our kitchen in 2016, and last year, they were back for the master bath. Oh, my word. Do yourself a favor and go to ArtisticReno.com. Believe me, you'll love their ideas and without question the finished product. For a virtual consultation, call 216-520-0838 or visit ArtisticReno.com. You've heard the saying, all good things come to an end. Well, not always. Sometimes they just take a break. That's what's happening with Our Lady of the Wayside's car donation program after 24 years and 96,000 rides donated. Pretty amazing. Here's the story. The car lot's owner sold the property, making it impossible for car donations to be accepted at this time. 
According to the Wayside CEO, Terry Davis, the next right steps will be determined and communicated soon. So stay tuned. In the meantime, Terry and the entire team at the Wayside thank you for your continued support of the 450 individuals with developmental disabilities in the Wayside's care. And please take note, you can still support them by making a donation at thewayside.org. Thinking about updating your home? Well, Joyce Factory Direct specializes in replacing old, outdated windows. Proudly made right here in Cleveland, Joyce Windows features their exclusive Smart Shield high-performance glass, which means you'll be getting the most energy-efficient windows for your home directly from the factory. Customers just love how much warmer their house is and how easy their new windows operate and clean. Right now, you can save 50% on all installations. Just call to schedule a free consultation with on-the-spot pricing, 440-243-5700, or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. back. If I ever uh, have a plumbing problem, I am definitely calling the Wyatt Works. I love their commercials. <laughs> and they have a, uh, they've got a really uh, good website there. That's pretty neat. Wyattworks.com. That's amazing. And uh, anyway, the, uh, I just got, oh, there we go. Sorry about that. I, I, I blank out every once in a while. Uh, quite often, actually. And uh, this is funny. I just got a uh, notification. Somebody's trying to reach out to me, but neither here nor there. We were talking about the uh, the stock market and how long it can decline and go down. So when you're looking at the long-term returns, this is the number one mistake I see people make. They take those returns and project them out into the future forever. Everybody's heard, well, the stock market average is 10% a year. Uh, that's an average. It also drops by 40 or 50% every, you know, once or twice a decade. Okay. So if you cap- if you capture that period, your return is not going to be 10% for quite a while. And that's the thing you really got to watch out for when you're getting close to retirement. You get close to retirement and you've got most of your money in stocks or stock portfolios. And well, I'm going to tell you that across the, my uh, business, it's probably 65 to 70% stocks. And that's because my clients are more than, most of my clients are more than 10 years away from retiring. So, and the ones that aren't uh, or, or already are retired, we are typically about 50% or less in stock portfolios. And uh, when I say stock portfolios, I'm talking about exchange traded funds. Next week, I'll, I'll go ahead and bring up some of the models that I use, and we can talk about how, why I'm using them and what their performance has been. But uh, the bottom line is the percentage of money you have in stocks is going to be the biggest, um, oh, well, it's going to contribute the most to your overall performance going forward. The fixed portion, you know, the interest rates are not zero. That's pretty good. But uh, fixed if if you were to go out and run out and buy, you know, ten or fifteen year bonds or CDs, um, or a fund that's investing in those, they can drop too. They can drop a lot. So if you're going to be in fixed income, I I don't think you should mess around with that. I think you should try to go shorter term, high quality stuff, uh, or do a fixed annuity. One of the two. The uh, the shorter term stuff. I've got my, a favorite fund that I have. It's got a nice yield on it. 
uh, it fluctuates because when you take bonds and you put it into a fund, a fund fluctuates. The prices on the fund fluctuate, and oftentimes in a bond fund, it's not even related, or it's somewhat related, but not closely related to the actual value of the portfolio of that fund. Because if people are selling quickly, they can push the price down below its actual value. It can literally sell for less than what it's worth. So, uh, and stocks can do that too. But uh, that that's one of the issues about fund investing. If you're going to invest in funds, you better be long term, because when the when everybody wants to hit the you know um, take it out of the market and put it into cash, there's an awful lot of selling, and more, and more often than not, that selling comes in waves, and it'll actually push the price of the fund below the value of the fund of the fund shares. The fund shares have a value. It is separate from the fund share price. And most of the time they're tracking the, the share price will track the value of the underlying investments pretty closely. But when you get in a really rough environment where market's moving up or down a couple thousand points in an hour, um, those prices have a tendency to pull away from the underlying value. Another thing you need to know about fund investing, another reason to be taking a look, you know, the older you get, the shorter your life expectancy is, the shorter time you have to pick uh, back up and make up for those losses. More more reason to take a look at, maybe you want to take, you, you need income, but how much income do you need? And uh, like I said, I, here's an example. Let's say somebody's 60 years old, and they're going to try to work to age 70, and they're going to put off Social Security until they're 70 because Social Security goes up each year that you don't take it. Uh, after the age of 70, it's not guaranteed anymore. The, uh, so uh, it's guaranteed to go up each year that you don't take it from the age of 62 when you are eligible all the way through 70. So if I went to 70, let's say I'm 60 now, and I put $100,000 into one of those products. By the time I'm 70, uh, this is the product I was talking about earlier, and incidentally, if you want to, I'll send you a link right to this page where I'm reading this information from, and you can put your own information in there and see what kind of income you might be able to generate. So if I put $100,000 in, by the time I'm 70, I would get $13,783. That's off of a $100,000 investment. That's pretty good. That's actually really good, and uh, that's one of the reasons that uh, I like doing it. Now, I could I could turn the income on next year. Actually, I can turn mine on now because I've been in it more than a year. But the uh, I'm not turning it on because every year that I don't take it, it goes up, and there's a guaranteed schedule. It's not like I'm guessing it's going to go up. Now, if the investment happens to outperform the guarantee, well, they'll bump it up to the investment value. So, and I'm going to tell you that the chances of that happening are pretty remote. So when you when you invest in these types of products, my feeling that you should be looking at the guarantees that they're going to give you, not what you think the, the underlying investments may do. Uh, and I'm just going to tell you that, that the chances I mean, there is a chance. I mean, they could outperform. You might get lucky. Maybe you got in 
And over the next two years, that index did really, really well, and you're eligible to, to convert to income. Well, you could do that, you know, no problem. And uh, but bottom line is, it's got a floor uh, that's a guaranteed level, and that floor is pretty high relative to the other investment choices that you have in fixed income. So, in fact, it's high. Like I said, the vast majority of investors that are out there, if you if those Dalbar studies are any good at all, and I know people have a tendency to say, no, that's not true. We do better than Dalbar. Well, congratulations. If, if that's true, you're, you're actually in the top 5% of investors. Uh, most investors don't do as well as they would if they just bought a 60-40 index fund and never looked at it. Okay? And on that uh, index fund over the past 10 years, you'd have been better off to take a portion of that the, the bond fund and put it into one of these annuities. And because that's what the insurance companies are doing. They're investing money. And they're hoping to make a lot of money on that because they get paid on assets under management that they're managing. So if the investments grow, uh, guess what? Their income goes up. So they're trying as hard as they can, um, but they have to be careful because they have to meet those guarantees regardless of their investment performance. So if their investment performance is poor, they still have to meet the guarantees that they made when you entered into the contract. And that's one of the reasons I really like them. And again, here's my uh, 60-year-old wants to do it, wants to start taking income at 67, put 100,000 bucks in there. This is guaranteed. It's going to be guaranteed to be $10,530. Okay. So on a $100,000 investment to using a, the 4% rule, hang on a second. I actually didn't prepare this before, <laughs> before my show. I probably should have. But uh, if I took 4% and uh, divided, uh, I'm going to divide 10,530 divided by 0 0.04. So using the 4% rule, uh, you'd have to have $263,000 to generate that type of income. You need That means that $100,000 you're talking about, you're going to need to get it up to $263,000 in seven years to be able to match that. That's going to be rough. I mean, you are going to put up with some huge volatility to reach those numbers. And uh, that's why I think it's such a great idea. And I had, I've had people call. It's funny. They're uh, lamenting over the fact that I'm talking about annuities in my show because I used to spend more time talking about stocks. And I'm like, I don't think you understand. <laughs> I'm just not communicating this properly. You are going to have to do big numbers to be able to match what this one's going to guarantee. And the vast majority of people don't do that. The vast majority of people are not in the top 5%. And I know if you ask people, are you in the top 5%, about 50% of them will say, yeah. <laughs> they don't understand. <laughs> That's okay. But, uh, yeah, they really need help. Probably the ones that are not seeking it, too. But the uh, it's uh, it's kind of funny. So I, I really like these. Uh, what and this is another thing I was thinking about. A lot of times people don't get in them because well, if I get out, I'm gonna have to pay a penalty. 
Well, you know what? So what? The, the penalty that you're going to pay is going to be relatively small, especially if you compare it to how much the stock market could go down and how much that could cost you. You know what I'm saying? So if you put money in the S&P 500, March of 2000, in March of 2003, three years later, it's down 50%. How do you like me now? So if I were guaranteed to be able to take my uh, money out minus the penalty, I'd be doing pretty good. And I only have about 60 seconds left on today's show. I'll have to finish this thought up on the uh, next week. Or you can call me or go to my website, bullingtoncapital.com. Just uh, reach out on the contact us page and I will get back to you. And uh, with that said, thanks for listening. This is Bill Bullington. I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon. Have a good week, everybody. Good investing. Good luck. caught another edition of the Bullington Capital Report, broadcasting every Saturday at 11 a.m. on AM 1420, The Answer. If you have a question and you'd like to speak to Bill personally, you can call him at 330-664-0700. That's 330-664-0700. Or online at BullingtonCapital.com. That's BullingtonCapital.com. The preceding program has been paid for by Bullington Capital Management, LLC. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.